Welcome to the Culture Cocktail Hour. I am your host, Alisa Bowens Mercado. Oh, yes. Since I've been on taking a couple of weeks off, I have since been married and returning from my honeymoon. So it's so great to be back today to join you guys. We are so excited um, here at the Culture Cocktail. We are having our call-in show. Yes, call in, vent, discuss, and share your thoughts with us today. And every Thursday, uh, we will be taking your calls for an entire hour. Phone lines are open 203-872-7356. Or you can uh, actually find us online. Uh, we're at 103.5 FM WNHHLP or visit my Facebook page and it'll let you know how to tune in live. So call in. We would absolutely love to hear from you. The Culture Cocktail, talking arts, culture, music, radio, and much, much more. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Uh, the World Series. How about that, folks? Congratulations to the uh, Cubs. Watched that game all night, and uh, that was just amazing. Ah, we have the presidential uh, election right around the corner. Folks are going to be talking about that. So call in. Let us know um, your thoughts on this year's presidential shenanigans. Uh, I will tell you a little bit about my honeymoon. I did a road trip, so we'll be discussing that. The holidays are coming. Oh, yes, it's November. Get the turkeys out and get the Christmas trees and the all that great stuff. And uh, let's get ready to celebrate those holidays. And we're going to be talking small business, shopping small business in November. We have relationship topics today and much, much more. So we have a bunch to talk about in this hour uh, at the Culture Cocktail, 203-872-7356. It's so good to be back. And um, yeah, let's let's take those calls. All right. Okay, it's another Thursday in the Elm City. It's so good to be back. I missed everyone here at the station. Oh, yes. But I did need that two weeks of relaxation you know, when you get married, um, it's it's one day, but the preparation and the anxiety and the the stress and the love and the laughter and the tears and all that great stuff, um, it can be a lot. So, you know, that one day was absolutely perfect. And I just want to thank everyone, I mean, for the outpouring of just love and um, the calls, uh, you know, and the Congratulations to John and I um, on our, you know, nuptials and our marriage. It was beyond what I had even expected in my entire life. So uh, we are forever thankful and grateful for all of you that have reached out um, and to take part in this. So it was it was just amazing. Um, and then coming back, you know, it's just having, you know, the time to repair and, and get settled in and, you know, off the honeymoon. So it's great. And uh, we're going to be having a honeymoon road trip uh, show coming up shortly. Absolutely. So we're going to let you guys know uh, where we went and um, things that we saw. We met new friends, faces, all that good stuff. So we're going to uh, be sharing that with you. If you actually uh, had a honeymoon, because I know most people, you know, pack a bag and they're going to this you know, an island somewhere, which is fantastic because the weather's good. You can lay out on the beach, listen to, you know, I don't know if you're in Jamaica, you can listen to some reggae bands, Puerto Rico, you can listen to some salsa bands. So yes, always destination weddings or honeymoons are amazing. But if you've ever road tripped for your honeymoon, please call us, let us know, want to hear from you. Um, it was probably one of the best things we ever decided to do. So, um, yeah, we're going to have a honeymoon road tripping show uh, coming up shortly. So make sure you you call us. We want you to be a part of that. Um, so coming back to reality, because that's actually what that is. It's reality. And when people say, oh, the honeymoon is over, I guess it's like that elation for all of those weeks and days. And then you're back and you're like, oh, OK, I'm back. Now I've got to just, you know, get back into uh, into reality. But it's um it gets a lot to get getting used to. Like I get called Mrs. Now instead of Miss. Um, my last name has it's a hyphen, so people kind of still can identify me. 
<laughs> but now the Mercado is, you know, just at the end of the name. So it's good. And to be called wife and hubby and stuff like that. So if you like in relationship topics, if you've ever had a, you know, difficult time adjusting to that transition of being someone's girlfriend or fiance to, to a wife now, just give us a ball, give us a call. Cause that's a little weird also, but it's fun though. It's a fun feeling and it's, it's great. So glad we, we did all of that. So now, um, the world series, my gosh, uh, any sports fans out there, give us a buzz. I mean, I think we watched this game in two countries and like three cities. Every stop that we made on the honeymoon, we were posted up at a, a TV somewhere. I mean, can whether it was, you know, in Montreal, whether it was in Boston or uh, Vermont, it was just spectacular. So, I mean, we were really like diehard fans of the series, you know, Yankees fans to our hearts. But um, these but both teams, I must say, I really think they both won. There was a winner, but um, they just I mean, they played their hearts out. So want to congratulate uh, folks uh that participated, um, just the fans and the players and teams, just well, well done. Yeah, we spent uh, the last hour at the Owl Shop. We thought we were going to get kicked out last night. We were when they went into you know extra innings. We said, "Oh boy, you know can't shut the doors until the game is over." So uh, it was pretty, pretty impressive. So yeah, any baseball fans, um, give me a call. Speaking of, of sports, I was able, and I'll tell you one piece of the honeymoon, I was able to uh, experience Canadian hockey. Now, those that, that know me, I started going to hockey games at around three years old with my dad. That was our favorite pastime. And my dad and I would bond over hockey games and I, the New Haven Nighthawks. Um, that was the AHL team. And I mean, unbelievable memories of just a kid with my dad at hockey game. So when people go, what's your favorite sport? And I say hockey, they kind of look at me, you know, a little sideways. All right. Okay. Hockey, but I can watch hockey all three periods without a problem. Um, and just, it's fascinating to me. So to be in uh, Montreal, uh, and to experience a Canadian, they really take their hockey seriously. And it was a treat because we were able to actually see the uh, number one and number two, the Montreal Canadiens were in number one. And then we saw uh, the Tampa uh, Lightning um, play that evening. And it was just spectacular. I mean, I don't know if you've been to a hockey game lately, whether the Rangers or the New Jersey Devils or the Islanders, but there's some, I mean... They have DJs now at hockey games. Dude, seriously. I, was, <laughs> I just remember when I was going to hockey games, there was an organ. There was literally just, there was a guy playing the organ and there was like three little chants that he would do. Like, let's go Hawks, let's go Hawks. But now there's like all the top 40 songs and there's lights and there's whistles and there, there's just a lot of stuff going on right into right up until like the the face off where i mean you know you, you stop you drop the puck it's just incredible the music is amazing i thought i was in a nightclub it's fascinating yeah it's completely changed um but it's it's good the crowd was great the energy was amazing so that was one of um my great sporting moments um besides the world series uh on the honeymoon was in montreal to experience uh Canadian hockey and boy did the Canadians won. It was awesome. And, um, it was, it was good. It was just good. The energy was good. And I also found out in, in Canada and Montreal, um, Lucy, this is just, it's incredible, but it's the biggest meat market. Oh yes. Single women. I saw single women. Okay. Lots of them heels and, and jeans and makeup and hair. I mean, to, to, to the, to the nine at hockey games because that's where all the guys go. And so I can see this. I was like, wow, there is a, you know, dating pickup kind of a thingy going on. And I don't know if it's happening here, but in, in Canada, I mean, the women were just all decked out. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I really kind of am in a nightclub. 
but you know, there's guys on the, you know, ice, you know, running around with sticks and pucks and all that stuff. But it just really like it was a feel of a nightclub, and yeah, it was kind of it was it was awesome. I just I was like, am I at a hockey game, or am I like you know at you know Club Fifty Four like in Manhattan? But like like Elisa, do you want your boo to have a full set of teeth? Because I like I grew <laughs> up in Hockey Town in you know in Detroit. Oh wow, where okay. we the um, Red Wings, yeah, the Wings. And you, so if you go to a Wings game, people still do this. You throw an octopus on the ice. No. They, if they win or if they lose, uh, like a live octopus. Oh, geez. seriously. You go to a market, <laughs> you get an octopus, you throw it on the ice. Um, and wow. And like multiple octopi. But if you, if you met people there, often they were people who also played hockey. So what? they had taken like pucks to the face. Right. And they would have like, you know, like some cheekbone injury or like teeth that had been knocked out with the hockey puck several times um yeah it's because it can be really violent no it can i mean we saw a fight um on the ice not off the ice but it, yeah it's one of those things where you have people who are and you're right a lot of the, the players don't have you know they're getting better because before i i would remember players that just never got their you know fronts fixed you know, in between the games. But I mean, these, it, it was just the craziest thing. I kind of paralleled my hockey experience to, you know, cause I've been in plenty of nightclubs. So I'm just like, this is the feel. It's just great. I was just like, you know, all we needed was just kind of like, you know, bar service, you know, coming, you know, around and. Got that pump, bass pumping. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Bass mm, was totally mm. pumping. It was just, it was bananas, but. But that was a great experience. So Montreal was uh, great. And you know how I always joke about, because we're going to segue into the uh, election. So give us a buzz. Like I said, if you are, you know, voting, you need to vote. We need, to, hopefully everybody, I know it was yesterday, correct? That it was the, the last day to vote. The uh, the last day oh, no, to, reg the last day to, to register, register online. To register online. Okay, so the, yesterday was... The last, the last day to register online. You can still register in person in Connecticut. Okay, let's repeat that. You can still register in, in person, person in Connecticut. In Connecticut. There we go. Because we don't want the misconception of online. You know, that's when you, that was the last day to register to vote online. But there's still time to um, register to vote if you are um, a resident of Connecticut. Yeah. No, that's going to be very, very important. And uh, I think everyone knows that on the culture cocktail, I said if the election doesn't go the way I would like it to go, then I would be moving to Canada. And I absolutely loved Montreal. I actually, we went, John and I went and got a couple of business cards um, from folks who, it's a huge high rise, beautiful, right downtown Montreal that's going up brand new. So um, we found the salsa spots there in Canada also. So, uh, yeah, we might have to take a trip to Canada for four years, possibly. Yeah, we'll just see how that goes. So uh, we we come back to a still um, very close, very heated, very, you know, just amazing um, that this election has gone to where levels of we will never see this again, probably in U.S. history. Um, so give us a buzz, 203-872-7356. Your opinions about, want your opinion about what you feel is going to be best for this country. So uh, give us a buzz, 203-872-7356. We're going to take a very short break. We're going to come back. Uh, phone lines are open. We are talking this year's presidential election, um, folks, it is your future. It's our kids' futures, and uh, we need to take this um, seriously. And if you haven't registered to vote, call us. We want to know why. Give us a buzz. We 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 want to you know know your your rationalization of what's going on here in, in the brains of those who are, or if you're registered to vote, if you're not. Um, voting or choosing opting out of voting this year in the election we would love to hear from you all right you are listening to the culture cocktail we will be back in two
And welcome back to the Culture Cocktail. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado. Each week I trade in my dance shoes, oh yes, at the House of Salsa. And I spend time with you, the listeners, to talk community arts, culture, uh, politics, every once in a while, current events, relationships, uh, and much, much more here on the show. So give us a buzz, 203 872 Seven three five six. Well, next week we have our co-host. He's no stranger to the show. Dallas Davis will be joining us again um, back in the co-host seat. Shout out to Julius Stone. We miss you, my friend, uh, but it looks like you're having a grand old time overseas. So um, shout out to Julius. Uh, but Dallas Davis will be back next week uh, co-hosting with me in the talk sip and uh, our girl Tanisha Levon will be back with us and um, she'll be talking relationships and shout out to Tanisha. She's uh, not only very well versed in relationships and in an and, and expert, but she has an a, eye in, in detail for um, makeup and face art and all that great stuff. And she did one heck of a job, um, not just on myself for the wedding, but. Also, the girls that were in the in the party and my mom and uh, the little flower girl. It was amazing. She just made everyone uh, who was already beautiful, uh, by the way. But she just really kind of like brought and enhanced the beauty out that day. So um, she's got her own little thing going on. So we're going to be talking to her when she joins us next week in the relationship segment of the culture cocktail. So it's going to be great to have Dallas and uh, Tanisha back and uh, Wes will uh, be joining us um, for uh, some weather uh, in the near future. Um, and today I uh, just grab an umbrella cause it's going to be off and on all day. That's the short end of the weather stuff. All right. Well, we have um, the election, which is right around the corner. And we have uh, two choices and we want folks to make um, a conscious decision to number one, go out and vote. And that's regardless of what political party you are attached to. Irregardless, it doesn't make a difference. Everyone should exercise your right to vote in this most important election. And you must vote with your conscience, okay? Um, we all have opinions. We all can agree to disagree. Uh, but this, we we have at stake here our country and our country's um, most precious, um, valuable, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you um, what's at stake here. Uh, we have a caller. Um, we're going to take that call. Here you go. Welcome to the Culture Cocktail. You are on the air. Who are we speaking to? This is Alexander. Alexander. Hi, Alexander. Where are you calling from? Calling from Los Angeles. Oh, Alex. We have a caller from Los Angeles. I told you our listener base gets broader and broader every week. It's so good to have you on the show. How, you know what we were just talking about weather. How's the weather uh, in California? Uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's always tempered out here. It's pretty nice. <laughs> about 67, about 67 right now, driving down the coastline. Oh, very, very nice. And what's it about 11 ish over there? Yeah, it's about right around 10:30. Yeah. Oh, very nice. So, Alex, um, welcome to the Culture Cocktail. We're talking about this country's future in the election and what's going on. What you? Any oh, thoughts? I think, our, I think our country's in good hands. Hillary's Hillary's going to take office. She's she's smart. She's focused. Her record speaks for itself. I don't understand why anybody has any questions. Only about Hillary and whether she can do the job or not. I think Trump is a side story, side show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's great. Side show. <laughs> I've never heard it put that way. I've heard it put a lot of ways. Side show. So what what makes him um, unqualified? Well, this is the idea. This is what people don't understand. Normally, we have candidates that are pretty similar. Well, I mean, they can be different, different ideologies, what, what have you. Mm-hmm. But they, they have records. They want our records. They have public service. Trump is something, an anomaly. And the fact that people are treating him like he's one of, like he's been 
like he's been in public service right. or said any has any intentions for this country at all, any positive intentions for this country at all. Mm. Not going to treat him like like a like a it's it's a false equivalency. So, right. So so Hillary stands alone. Trump is a side show that's trying to compare to her, and it's a false equivalency. And the people that pick up that are just they're there for a show. They're there for a ride. It's fun. It's TV. It's marketing. That's right. Trump. He's a He's a, he's, a, he's a reality show guy. That's what he does. And people are falling for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary, yeah. Hillary has run. Hillary has run. She has public service for the last 30 years. If, if anybody actually chose to look at her issues and what she stands for and what she does, there would be no question. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, it's, it sounds like you, I mean, what, what could he do for this country? To, I mean. Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Trump couldn't. Trump number one always does for himself, mm-hmm. and he's not very good at that. I mean, he inherited millions of dollars. He could have made more if he left it in the stock market. He, he's run businesses into the ground. I mean, he's, he's done nothing positive for anybody in this country. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why anybody takes him seriously at all. He's a sideshow. He's a freak. But you know what? The, but the the crazy thing is, there's so many people that are supporting him. I can't tell you on our honeymoon r- driving back how many Trump pen signs. We saw, yeah. I mean, yard after yard after yard. I and, mean, are people yeah, really, yeah. I mean. And they're... I tell you, this is, this, this is what I found. I can't have a discussion with anybody about anything. Right. Uh, and emotion, emotion doesn't really come into play. It's just facts and logic. So anybody, I mean, if you want to support Trump, I mean, hey, go for it. Just be able to explain to me why. And, and, and everybody, I ain't shouting, but just explain to me why. Because he's a businessman. Well, businessmen don't run governments. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. he's not in Washington. Okay, but we need people who understand who understand politics, who understand domestic policy, who understand foreign policy. So I mean, their reasons are just, they don't make any sense for someone who needs to run a country. Right. Do you think that he is surprised himself that he has gotten this far and now he's trying to maybe set, I think when I look at him, I don't, he's puzzled how he would, if he gets this, he's puzzled himself how how is he going to run this country? He knows oh, he, he ran, can't he do he it. Ran, he ran for he ran for ratings. He he was the apprentice. He had the TV show, which is about he's about he's got fired from the TV show. He had so he ran so he can get some more publicity and have another TV show. He gets, he's shocked that people actually are falling for his his rhetoric, his his lies, his misdirection. People actually embrace have embraced that. It's like he's in the WWE. Like he's a, a villain. He's a, he's a villain of the story. Everybody wants a good villain. <laughs> <laughs> what do you so, yeah, say? He's shy. He's a, I can keep saying this stuff and people actually keep liking me. Yeah, I think he's very shocked. Yeah, and I mean, people have called him a narcissist and just it's all about him, me, 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 and look at me and look at who likes me. And but now, what what would you say to folks, especially folks of color? Okay, who are, are their their opinion is. Why would we even vote in this election? Um, we this is just it, it's it makes no sense to vote because I've been online. I've seen this um, kind of with with people of color who were saying, why would we even waste our time and bother to vote in something like this? What would you tell voters who well, have that opinion? Well, first, I'll say, the first question I ask them, I'm guessing these are people, you know, a lot of people who actually do vote. and They come up for in the last couple of elections for Obama. I would ask them, why did you come out for Obama? And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm saying, whatever that reason is, that reason still holds with Hillary. Yeah. Because Obama and Michelle have said it. So the same reason you came out then or the same reason you come out now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because people have to vote. I mean, people, I don't know if it's as close as the media is portraying this to be, but whether it's close, whether it's not 5.6 points, 1.5 point, of a point, we folks need to get out there um, and vote. What 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 do you absolutely see? have a have a say in your country? Have a stake? Yeah, absolutely. What um what's your opinion about um you know he says he's going to like Obamacare is going to be gone the first day um that he's in office? But have and maybe I'm wrong because I like I said I'm just kind of settling back in into all the politics stuff. But has anyone heard his plan of what he's going to? He has a lot of things that he's going to get rid he of. No, he has no plans. That's that's what people find very interesting about Donald Trump <laughs> and the people who support him. I'm like, he says, okay, I'm going to do this, and all I'm going to do, I'm going to make it terrific. He's just he's he's just It's going to be amazing, but he has no substance, no plans for anything. He doesn't even care about rolling them out. Right. So he, has, he has zero plans 
to do anything. So somebody like that, yes, you should get out there and keep somebody like that from, from getting any kind of position in any office. Right, in any office. And we're talking about any office, and especially in the... Let alone the highest office in the land, right. Yeah. Wow. Any final thoughts, Alex, from California? We appreciate you calling us today. Any final thoughts on uh, what's... Yeah, this is great. Yeah, absolutely. Get out there and support. And first of all, just look up. Just look up Hillary's record. Just look up. Forget the forget the news. Forget what people were saying about some the emails. emails. Yeah, forget emails, emails, emails. People don't even know what's in the emails. They don't know what the contact. They don't know anything. Look up Hillary. Look up what she's done in her in her in her service record. Look what she supported. Look where she stands on issues that are important to you. Right. And solutions. Whether it be education, whether it be climate, whether it be climate, whatever issue, look where Hillary stands and get out there and support. Got it. Well, Alex from California, thank you so much. And thank you for listening to the Culture Cocktail. We're on every Thursday. Make sure you give us a buzz back because uh, by next Thursday, we will have a new president in office and uh, we'll be having that after um, election show there. But uh, take care, we my friend. First, yes. We will have the first mother in office, a mother. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Absolutely. a whole bunch of fathers. <laughs> now we're going to have a mother in office. It's going to be amazing. Oh, finally. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening to the Culture Cocktail, folks. We're going to take a two-minute break, and we will be back with more questions. The phone lines open, 203-872-7356. You are listening to the Culture Cocktail.
welcome back to the Culture Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado, joining you for another edition of the Culture Cocktail. Oh, yes, every week I trade in my dance shoes and I spend time with you, the listeners. We are talking politics today, folks. We are less than one week away from the election. Uh, we just had Alex from California call us uh, and just said what a great president Hillary Clinton would make and why you should come get out and vote, folks. So if we have any Trump supporters, um, give us a buzz. We would love to hear from you. Like I said, we are an equal opportunity radio station here and views expressed on the show of our of ours and ours alone. And it doesn't reflect uh, the city, the country, the, this room. Um, so we just want you to uh, call and just give us your opinion on why your candidate is going to make the, uh, you know, when they move into that White House, why they will be um, the best commander in chief. All right. So uh, give us a buzz on that. Just a little quick note. We uh, will be dancing tonight. Salsa. Oh, yes. At Diesel Lounge, 944 State Street. So we want to uh, shout out uh, Martin and uh, Chris and Murph and uh, Valentina, all the folks over at Diesel Lounge um, that make it so special every single uh, week for our salsa. And don't forget, I uh, uh, do a, a free little lesson to, uh, at around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Um, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You get to go out and practice your moves and all that great stuff. And then you could also visit us at the studio, uh, the House of Salsa, located at uh, 912 Whaley Avenue. Oh, yes. Um, salsa, salsa. All right. We have a caller. Uh, welcome to the Culture Cocktail. You are live on the air. Who are we speaking with today? Bada Bling. Oh, okay. We got Bada Bling. And uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the United States of America, who Donald Trump will reign. Okay. All right. So this is great because we just had Alex from California who uh, just said that Hillary Clinton is going to be make the next. He said he's, she's going to be the first mother of the country. And uh, he's very excited about that. So uh, we've got our Donald Trump um, supporter uh, online. Just, you know what? Uh, Mr. Bada Blank, let tell the listeners why you know your candidate, why Donald Trump is going to change America and how he is going to make this country great. Well, first of all, let me start with this. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, let's get back to, you know, Hillary, your, your other caller calling in. Hillary Clinton being the first uh, mother of, uh, you know, presidency. I don't think that's true. I think she's going to be the first, if she gets in, she's going to be the first wanted prisoner president for all the okay. illegal things and acts that she's done. But let's start with this, okay, with, uh, you know, Mr. Trump. Trump's got a lot of good stuff on his plate. Uh, okay. First of all, as far as um, him being a needy type person, he's not. Um, he doesn't need the publicity. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need anything. He is an ordinary person just like uh, everybody uh, you know, else is in the United States, uh, he, you know, as far as taking donations. But he is a reality TV is. show host. So he does, he likes the glitz and glamour. You gotta, you gotta say that a little bit about him. He loves the attention of the TV and it's reality. And it's just a spotlight on him, you know? So who, isn't, who, who, who wouldn't want the notoriety and stuff like that? It's not that, it's not that he's all about him. He's about the people now. He you know, was about him. He's, he's done everything. He's, He's done everything you could possibly imagine. Um, he's got no filter. That's the only problem. Well, I mean, do you think he's that's no good filter, for a president? But, but is that good for a president of the, the United States? Do you have to have a filter um, if, when you're running a country? If, if, well, you don't have. You got to have a filter in certain in certain aspects. Now, don't don't forget, it's not Trump that's going to be doing all his own speeches and presentations and talking to the people. It's Congress that puts the papers in front of him to speak. So it's not all his, you know, saying when he gets up there, just like it's so, not just all Obama's saying when he gets up there, except for when he's campaigning for Hillary now, which he's taking the eye off the ball. He's taking the eye off the ball in the sense that he's not watching the United States now. Now he's doing stuff for Hillary Clinton, paying, getting paid by our tax dollars to go represent 
Hillary Clinton. Well, he's very passionate about he knows he said he knows who would be the most responsible to pass this country off to. And he said that he made it very adamant that that would be Hillary Clinton. Well, that's because he's a Democrat. He's already should I say a Democrat. <laughs> well, you know, okay, we, a lot of folks, I mean, we've, you've seen this, you know, it's Hillary's uh, emails. That's all you hear is Clinton, 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 emails, emails, you know, but then Donald Trump, um, do you think that, you know, the publicity that he's been getting, the groping and the sexual assaults, um, how does that play into... Doesn't, doesn't compare, doesn't compare to what Hillary's federal indictments and federal issues that she has with the FBI in the United States, uh, um, uh, what do you call it there, the uh, emails with the fact that they're, you know, they're all marked with a C and shouldn't have been exposed to anybody. Now we got five other countries that have actually viewed her emails. That could be a, that could be a threat to the United States. Okay, but now... So what, 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 yeah. what, 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 what Donald Trump had done... Big deal. Listen, locker room talk is locker room talk amongst guys, okay? For that person that recorded him and all the bullshit that he went through with that, it doesn't mean nothing. Because I guarantee that Hillary talks about, you know, right, right, right. Uh, things with her girlfriends, I'm sure, at their little tea parties. Okay, well, you know what? We, we just, but the, the nation doesn't feel, you know, that way. Um, you can't, you know, locker room talk can't be, that, not especially not for a president, not for, for anyone that is, thinking about taking, you know, the, the higher, you know, office, but now, but, but more importantly, okay, let's go back to the structure and the construct of the country. The problem that most Americans have with Donald Trump is that he has absolutely no plan for anything. He debate after debate, after debate, he gets up there and goes, Oh, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. Oh, yeah, we're going to make it. Fi- we're just going to get rid of it. It's going to. And what we're going to do is fantastic. But he has not told the country what he plans on doing for anything. So I a lot okay, of America. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let me take. Let's, let's, let me. That's a long winded question. But let me start with this. Hillary Clinton in 30 years. Had and let's, let's watch her. Let's watch her. And Mr. Bling, all right, Mr. Bling, and you know I know we're getting passionate about here, okay, but we're gonna watch the uh, the the language here because I know I know politics can you know rev up some emotions. So um, remember we are a uh, a radio station where you know we keep it clean here, we keep it clean. All right, go on, go on. So anyway, she she you know thirty years of what she's been doing for quote unquote the United States, she hasn't done anything, but she talked the talk, but she never walked the walk. Donald Trump doesn't want to expose his plans because he'll get the job done. No, no, no. We no, we need how we're going to bomb ISIS, how we're going to, no. you know, uh, get rid of all the sludge in the U.S. And, and get rid of corrupt government. Why would you put the cart before the horse? No, everybody has a plan. Every person that has run for this th- th- this office has mapped out a plan of what they are going to do to make this country better. He does. N- we don't know. what. That's why people are afraid we don't know. What if, okay, we know that respectfully you support Donald Trump. What if he gets in and has absolutely no plan? What are you going to do? We're going to look, we're going to look at his, uh, at his, uh, his comrade, uh, Mike Pence. What Mike if, Pence will give him guidance. Okay, but so then Mike Pence should be running for the, the presidency of the United States and not Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump should be running for the presidency, but here's the thing. You know, without Donald Trump being a well-polished politician, never run for any type of, you know, political seat ever, he's made it thus far. Why has he made it thus far? Because people believe in him. Well, people are just, you know what I think it is? People, I don't think they believe in him. I think that they want to get President Obama out, okay? They're like, we will take this reality TV show not having a plan candidate over the Obamas and the Clintons any day. I And I, that's very scary because once you look at it that way and you have, you, and it's not the lesser of two evils, it's about, this is a country and people want to know that we, when we close our eyes at night, we have to feel safe. And if I can't, um, and you know, I'm a very fair person, but if I, if there's a person with no plan, I, that's, that's scary because what are you, you need to tell me how, 
you are going to protect our kids, our future, this country from, I mean, he has no plan. You have, you have a vision, you have a plan. He has no plan. So where, where's he going? So, so Hillary doesn't have a plan either. She's only said what she's going to do that she said she was going to do in 30 years and hasn't completed any of the things in 30 years. She's done a bunch of stuff. Her record speaks for herself. It's taken her 30 years to get four or five different little items, side line items done. Doesn't mean that it helped out the nation. Okay. And, but that, but, but that's the thing where it's scary because she has done an, I mean, a a bunch for this country. I mean, she, she protects our kids. She protects our parents. She protects this. She really does protect this country. We want to make sure that she didn't protect the country with the 60, the, 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 whatever number it is now, emails have been exposed to, you know, uh, malicious uh, uh, terrorists that we uh, now got to worry about. And, with all the stuff that's going on, she, you know, killed people in Benghazi. She doesn't protect the country. She hasn't done anything. Okay, let She's me actually harm the country. Okay, now let me ask you something, and we want you to be very, very, very honest. If this was not, if if there was no email scandal and the Benghazi thing had, um, which was very unfortunate, if that had not happened, would you have? Would you still be voting for a reality TV show host? to be running as president of the that's United unfair, States? That, that, that's an unfair question because if I have a, a, an ace down on the card, I'm playing blackjack, and then I get hit with a 10, I'm going to win that hand, right? I'm not, you know, not going to take another hit well, after no, we, that, right? We, we just want, I mean, so, we want to... So it's been exposed. The problem is I, I can't go back to say that I would... I, no, I wouldn't vote her for her because I'm not a Democrat. Okay, well... And I don't believe in her views. Right. And no, we, and we respect that here on the show. We just want to, we just, like I said, we give everyone a voice. We give everybody like their opinion. We can agree to disagree. We just want to make sure that our country, that we both can thrive and I can thrive. You can thrive. Your, our future kids can thrive. Our parents will be protected with Medicare and healthcare and benefits um, as a country. And that there's no racial divides. And we're, we, I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, I'm, I'm a white collar worker. Mm-hmm. And and I make great money and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. but my nothing for me has been beneficial. It's all everything's gone up, but it's also not only gone up for me the Medicare and the, I mean the uh, medical costs and everything. It's gone up for everybody I've talked to by at least twenty thirty percent. So that's a right, that's a, uh, uh, you know. Basket full of poop, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, we're just we're just trying to figure out what Donald Trump's plan is. For the fi- for the financial security of this country, and we haven't heard one. We have no idea what we have. No- you might if you, you might get in, and you said you're a white collar worker, you do very well. He might get in and completely just surprise you and have something. You you might not be making enough money, where he's going to hit you with all kinds of stuff, and then before you know it, you're down to the lower class or the you know poverty level. You never know. That's why we we want to hear plans from that campaign of what does he plan on doing for this country? We people, I think deserve um, to, to know that. Let's put it this way. He's going to make America great again. Okay. What if America is already great? (laughs) It is great, but it's going to be much better than where it's at because with the Obama administration for eight years, after the Bush administration, which was, which was after the, after the Bush administration, yep, but more so created a bigger deficit for the uh, the United States than the Bush administration did. Well, that you know, I... we we probably should have gone in and wiped out, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh my God, wiped out the uh, the Taliban when we had the opportunity to, but we didn't. And that's why ISIS is thriving. That's why. More terrorist attacks will probably end up happening. Our country's not safe. Okay, but 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 that's but then again, let me ask you something. What is Donald Trump's plan besides putting building walls? What's his plan on curbing ISIS? I haven't heard it, and I've watched all four debates, and I don't know what how how is he going to make us safe from from ISIS? I haven't heard the plan. For for starters, you're going to secure the borders, whether it's for Mexico or for wherever else it might be. Okay, because ISIS is coming in through Mexico. Out. What's that? I said because ISIS is coming in through Mexico. 
ISIS coming in from our border. It doesn't matter Mexico border. It's, it's, he's talking about borders across all across the, country. the land, right? Across just Mexico, right? I mean, when he talks about securing the borders, he's not talking about just building the wall. He's talking about you know anybody coming through Canada making things a lot more secure for the United States than mm-hmm. what it is. Right. We, I mean, we, we wanted to bring in how many refugees, uh, Syrian refugees, and let people flock into our country. They're being more they're, so now than ever before. It's, but there's a vetting process. Keeping us safe. Mm-hmm. That's not safe. Well, you know what? We 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 all want. Listen, everyone. America is a country of opportunity for all. And, you know, the vetting processes, you know, have to be stringent. You have to make sure that people are not. No, we don't want bad people in our country. I don't care what color you are, what political, you know, affiliation um, you're attached to. We want good people to be able to come into this country and thrive. I know your ancestors and forefathers, my ancestors and forefathers, we all are from different places. And we are all here. We're all thriving. We all have made our home America. And we want to continue to to do that for all good people that have good intentions who are coming into the United States of America. But we want to make it fair and we want to have an open kind of like arm policy of you're good. Come on in. Just like, you know, folks have done for hundreds and hundreds of years. But we just want to make sure that we have a president, whoever it is in that office, who is going to make sure that um, the well-being of Every single American is um, taken in the highest regard. And uh, I want to thank uh, Gary Bling for uh, joining us uh, today on the Culture Cocktail. Uh, that was great. So, folks, see, we have two two sides of it. We have folks who are passionate about uh, Hillary Clinton. We have folks who are passionate about uh, Donald Trump. And um, th- I mean, and, and that's the beauty of, of this country that we can have opinions um, whether we like them or not. Um, but uh, folks are very passionate about what's going on here in America. So all we could do is just kind of pray and hope that um, whoever takes control, that our um, higher power is always in control is at least in my life. Um, and we just make sure that this country, um, you know, thrives. Um, wow. Yeah. We're going to have, like I said, we're going to have some pre, uh, politics, uh, political just, uh, stuff next week also. So call in, um, and, uh, we will have a new president by next Thursday. Well, folks, it's, uh, that time again, it's been amazing. Uh, it's amazing being back. Um, I missed you guys uh, here at uh, 103.5 FM. I uh, want to thank the New Haven Independent again for uh, this great opportunity. And uh, while I was away, I got the best email that uh, we were featured in the New York Times. So want to congratulate Paul Bass, Lucy Gellman, all the folks over here at um, the radio uh, show, WNHH, and all of my co Host uh, that you know that have a show here, Tom Ficklin, uh, Babs, uh, Joe Ugly, and I mean t- Tom. Yep, Tom Breen. Y- yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so everyone, everyone is so many to to to, to name. But uh, congratulations, we're all in this together, and what a great year it has been. So. As the um, old saying would go, usually in the beginning of the show, it's five o'clock somewhere. So, yes, it is five o'clock somewhere. So I'm going to boogie on out. Always keep your glass full. Oh, yes. Stay positive and stay focused. You're listening to The Culture Cocktail. We will see you next week. Be blessed.